Oh shit, man! We could get started on that note right there. Um, welcome back to another episode of the How'd I Get Here podcast, the podcast for positivity, progression, and helping us find our own path. Um, you guys know me, Jake, the head of Bigger Than Goals Training. Um, I don't like that. I, so before you got into, it, I was like, "Are we gonna? Are we gonna practice that?" So what? No, it's not the head of it's like, yo, owner of bigger than goals training. Um I don't have as big a chest as you, so I can't like like you just like bigger than goals training. Like you said it with some authority. Yeah, talk like you own that shit. I do own it. Talk like Mikey wasn't flexing on that shit. That was dope, actually. That video that you posted. Thank you. Yeah. Brian posted it. Shout out Brian. Oh I, word. I mean, well, yeah, he You does. don't record those? No, Brian record, does all my recording. Um, I thought you'd been recording from media. that the whole time. I used to. Oh. I used to. But Brian now does my social media. His brother. Yeah. Oh, that's now, Have you met his brother? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So Brian does all the um, social media. He does most of the videos and the photography as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. So shout out Brian for helping me out. Bigger than goals training. Anybody needs soccer <coughs> training. I am the best, most experienced individual and group trainer in all of Connecticut. And if you want to put that to the test, come see me. You're going to fail. See, that that's what I'm talking about. That shit right there. That's what you need to say. That, that's what I'm talking about. Talk that shit, King. Hey, I meant every single word of it. Ain't nobody fucking with me. Watch when I take over. Y'all gonna be like, damn, this nigga wasn't lying. Yo, facts. You see all these kids flexing like Ronaldinho, hey, Messi. I heard you. Uh -huh. I heard you. Um, it's your boy, Spencer, financial rep, financial services, financial advisor, however you want to call it. There's a bunch of different names. Holistic financial planning. Come talk to me. It's very low key. When people hear finances, it's like taboo and they're like, oh, I don't want to talk about money. Listen, a plan goes a long way because if you, as cliche, cliche as it is, you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I do no cost consultations for friends, family, and referrals. So that being said, um, well, before we hop in, in today's episode, um, I got the shout out Borinkin Eats by mm. Aisha provided us with this week's uh dope food do, 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 do. by the way if anybody knows how to work um technology <laughs> so we have this dope ass fucking um mixer that neither of us could figure out how to use and we literally just wasted two and a half hours trying to figure out how to get to use it yeah i say all that just because that mixer has sound effects and I don't have to do 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 no more. We could have been do 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody watching this shit knows how to, matter of fact, we're looking for a technician. Yeah. We're having tryouts, treeouts, treeouts. Um, come join the team, but preferably be a DJ as well. Hey, let's. Hey, we got some big things coming. <clears throat> we'll talk about that when the time is right. But um, yes, shout out to Borinking Eats by Aisha for providing us with today's snack. I know last week I had um. What was it? A New York style um, sushi? Sushi. It was like a chef. Like, chef Manda held it down. Yeah, yeah. It was like a it was a fried shrimp sushi roll. Right, right. So this week we um, shrimp tempura roll or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, you know, Spence is on a fucking empanada uh, binge. Yo, listen. You start hanging out with Spanish people, aka Jacob. You just like you start eating different types of empanadas. You're like, all right, cool. I just want to taste all the different empanadas of the world. Kind of like chicken sandwiches, but better. Um, <laughs> so today we've got fucking. I I think she gave us three different types. I know there's buffalo chicken, um, beef, and I want to say regular chicken. Um, what is this? So this is flan, right? I've never had flan, but it it's, looks funky to me. It's like Spanish. Cheesecake, I guess that's the easiest way to describe normally it. Normally it looks wet. Well, it's also been sitting here for three hours. No, no, no. But like normally when you see flan, it's like it's almost like upside oh, yeah, down yeah, on yeah, the plate yeah. and it's wet. Listen, I'm I actually don't like flan. Her flan is the only flan that I'll eat. It's okay. that good. Right. Yeah. Um, so her flan's dope. So yeah, we got a little bit of desserts. We got empanadas here. Um, so so yeah, thank you, Aisha, for um giving us something to eat today you guys check her out i'm gonna um 
put her tag her shit um and literally she's a mother um who start I mean she's always been cooking um but she started this cooking business through covid um she lost her job so she kind of had to like figure out a way and now she found a passion through it so I she's respect it. um making this business rock on and um the food's amazing and it's it's sounds cliche but it's cooked with love and and passion and like she takes care of everybody. Um, and honestly, those look like the biggest empanadas I've seen <laughs> in the last five, six weeks that I've been eating them consistently. Word. So, so, so yeah, let's, um, so dig in, bro. I, I, I wish I could tell you which, which ones, ones are which. which. This one looks like the buffalo chicken. But you won't be disappointed. Um, so let's, let's get started with today's conversation. We don't really have any set talk, but we're just going to chop it up. I chose so, correctly. Somebody at how is it? It's the buffalo chicken one. It's fire, bro. She's got um, barbecue chicken is banging as well, and then she's got a Philly cheesesteak one. Oh, and she has vegan. Whoa. She has vegan empanadas as well. Yeah, this buffalo is smack, serious. right? Yeah. So somebody asked me the other day, um, "What is your toxic trait?" <laughs> and I like, I was like, bro, I really don't know. Your toxic trait? Yeah. I'm now okay. Let me ask you first what's your toxic trait? And I'm they asked me this like Tuesday. Today's now Friday. I mean, I don't know. I feel like my toxic trait, because anytime someone asks, I always say it's a gift and a curse. Ooh, what's that? Is that the No, this is the food juice Okay. Uh so I gotta grab that one to the right for next. Mm-hmm. Heard you. Um my toxic trait is between my intuition and my ability to compartmentalize. Um, I say my intuition because nine times out of ten, I understand just based on my perception and like looking at someone, I understand someone's like being, you know, I just get them as a person. Um, and my intuition nine times out of 10 is on point. And so knowing that and knowing myself, I then know how to navigate that situation with that person. Um, and then what did I say? The other so day? is it, well, is it toxic because you are, you can now figure out how you're kind of figuring them out. It's toxic because I now have the ability to do what I want with that, right? So it's like, it's like, uh, well, Uncle Ben said to Spider Man before he passed away. Wow. Is that when you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> great power comes great responsibility. And I feel like that's my responsibility. Um, knowing this about myself and understanding people, I now have the responsibility to take the high road, you know, like being the bigger person. I feel like that's my responsibility. And you got to notice, like, I don't really turn up on people. I'm pretty laid back for the most part. Um, I'm pretty chill because I understand that, you know, everyone's human and everyone's going through something different. And once I understand somebody and I know them, now I can't hold anything against them. And I think that is bad for me because you can't hold anything against people. It's tough. Like if I know if I know you and I know how you operate, it's hard for me to hold anything against you because I know why you're doing what you're doing. Okay. So with that being said, what does that say about me? Because if you did something, mm-hmm. even if I know how you operate, I also see what you just did. So I I'm gonna remember like you did that shit. It wasn't an accident. You meant that shit. Are you looking at it objectively or emotionally? You did that. You hurt me. I'm never going to forget that. It's not even you hurt. I mean, that's a very great point, but I don't even think it's subjective. Hey, you hurt me. I think it's like, bro, look at what you did. Mm-hmm. Like you, like we're all adults here. And that's not to say people don't make mistakes, but it's also not to say like, like think before you act like you did that shit. You know what I mean? And like, if I keep giving people chance after chance after chance after chance, where the fuck is that going to leave me? So that's a great point. And 
how it's hard for me to hold things against people. Unless I feel like it was malicious in that, your, your reaction like, yeah, this is how mom used to make it. <laughs> mom um, ain't never made me no flom. So look, there goes the, oh shit. Oh no. That's the liquidy shit you were talking oh, about. Oh, on the bottom. So how you said it's flipped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it is. But yeah. Got it. Um, So unless I feel like there's malicious intent, almost like last week's podcast when we were talking about like white people trying to relate to us. Um. Unless I'm like, no, this person did this on purpose and they came at my life or my well-being. I give so many people, I'm like, all right, you get a pass because I understand that you don't know yourself well enough to realize what you just did. Because a lot of people, if you really pay attention, a lot of people don't know themselves as well as they think they do. Um, Unfortunately, because not a lot of people that I've seen take the time to really reflect on themselves and look at their actions objectively. Um, most people want to point the finger and be like, yeah, I'm not where I want to be because of this person. or I'm not where I want to be because, you know, these obstacles are in my way and, and it's so much harder for Yeah, they don't take accountability. So, you know, if uh, it's just, it's hard for me to hold anything against people, but I don't forget. It's like, listen, I remember you did this. And when I feel like you're in a place to receive what I'm going to say to address it, I'll address it. But until that point, I'm like, mm, you know what? You're still figuring it out. Are you... I feel like holding grudges is very unhealthy, right? I don't hold grudges. And, that, and that's what I was going to say. Like, you're very much like, you know, you did this. I, whatever. I'm not going to take the blame on me. That's on you type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I say that because... I don't know if I'd say I'd hold a, I hold grudges, but I I cut people off. You know what I'm mean? like? I'm quick to be like, like I'm very solid in my life. You know what I mean? I'm very, um, I've had the same three best friends since middle school and high school. Went to college, met best my best friends since freshman year, right? Mm. All of us have been best friends since freshman year on. And then, like, along the way, I've met people, right? But, like, you see me, I'm with the same people every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very sad in the sense that, like, if you're not contributing, I don't need that. I don't, I'm not going to bring you into my life if you fucked up. I don't know if that's holding. I mean, would you say that's holding a grudge? No. So, you have to be very protective of your energy, right? Um I'm very protective of my energy. If we don't mesh, we don't mesh and you just can't be around me. Right. Respectfully, you know, I don't I don't hold anything against you. You are who you are. You were raised a certain way. We just don't mesh. And I think people need to cut people off respectfully more because it's like, yo, I don't need your type of energy around me. You're good for someone else. Mm-hmm. Just not me. And I I realize that. So, you know, I can't be around you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I mean, like I said, I try to I try to be open minded for the most part. If uh this shit's so good. <laughs> yo, you tore that. <laughs> I'm trying to pick the right empanada so we get the right proportions. I ain't worried about it. Um I am. <laughs> so she um he said I am. So every every Wednesday, so she has a set menu. And then every Wednesday she has um, like one meal, right? But like when I go to her, I just kind of get like the same shit or whatever she's cooking that day. I just stop in and be like, "It's fam." Yeah, like yo, <laughs> what you got? And okay, here's the money. Da da da, whatever, right? Yeah. But I told her instead of getting the normal, because apparently like she's put wings on her menu a couple times, and I've missed them. So it's right. So it's Ooh. like that's what I'm saying. Like I um I was like, yo, now that. It's summer and I've got a little bit more free time. I'm going to stop by at least once a week and order like just something I haven't had because she oh, cooks yeah. that much. Like her menu's that like extensive, you know? Wow. So I don't know what. Me- oh, she, that's why I'm not worried about the empanadas. She got the I, Maggie McFly menus. Yeah. <laughs> um, but shit, nah, um, I, I feel you on that. Um, and, and, and I think that's something I could work on. But people say like, yo, Jake, you're an asshole. But it's like. I don't think I'm an asshole as much as I am selective with 
protecting my energy. And if I feel you are threatening to my energy, I used to have a longer leash. Mm. But now if you if you are threatening my peace, my my mental, my energy, like, bro, I can't. So what what do you think caused that? Because obviously. Oh, trauma, nigga. I'm broken. <laughs> I went to the doctor this week. He said something wrong with your heart. I said, no shit, nigga. I'll be in the streets. He said, I'll be in the streets. I yeah. spent a little too much time in New yeah. York. <laughs> God damn. Seven for seven. Yo. Um, this shit slap, right? What? Especially when you get the little caramel shit in the bottom, bro. Um, but but yeah. So, um, but no, I, I would say, because um, I used to always, and maybe this was my toxic trait or, or part of what I'm saying is my toxic And I feel like everybody that's going to watch and listen to this is like, nah, nigga, I know what your toxic trait is. <laughs> I, I hear the way you fucking speaking. Um, <laughs> but um, I openly tell people I'm toxic. Um, <laughs> I yo, I, I don't like not to try and big myself up, but like, I really don't know. Maybe my toxic trait is like, I, I used to try to always see the good in people. Right. And even when to answer your question, like, how did I get here to like cutting people off and mm-hmm. shit? Like I used to always like ignore red flags, make excuses or like always chance at the chance. Whereas now it's like, bro, you, people are who they are. People do not change. People are going to do what they want to do regardless of you. So because I know that, Mm. it's like, all right, bet. I saw what you did. You might get another chance, but like, I'm not going to ignore patterns. I'm not going to ignore what you are doing. I like that. Um, Not ignoring patterns. My only issue with what you said is that people don't change. And I hope that's wrong because I try to change. <laughs> I try to change daily, weekly, like as soon as quickly as I can, just to progress. But I see, I see what you're saying because, like I was saying before, people don't reflect enough on their own actions to change. So they think, well, you know, if it's not broke, why fix it? And they don't realize that what like they're my doing. My nigga, you the broke one. They don't realize that what they're doing is broken, and they need to figure out a different avenue to progress through life. Um, I think because I consider myself a leader um, in most aspects that I I give people the benefit of the doubt. And I think that if I can give them some insight, maybe they can change for the better. Um, but I'm not always correct in that. Sometimes I've spent way too much effort and energy on people who have been a lost cause, whether it be in business, relationships, or what have you. And I feel you on that because, I mean, you know you know how I am, like, very outspoken <laughs> leader. Yeah, nigga, I talk a lot. I get it. Yeah. Um, outspoken leader, like, but even this school year has taught me one thing. You can't fix lazy. I, you fact. can't you can't help somebody who doesn't want to help. You can't doesn't help someone who help. doesn't want to help themselves. That's that's yeah. the one, right? Yep. So what I'm what I've now learned is like I know I have so much to offer. Mm. Like, what do you bring to the table, nah, motherfucker? I'm the table, and I want you to sit at my table. I, I want want you to sit at yeah, my table. Yeah, I, yeah, and yeah. if you're sitting at my table, that comes with things. That comes with. Responsibility with, with, with responsibility. Okay, you got to carry us. Not everybody just sitting at my table. Because mm. if you were trying to elevate me, and then there's somebody over here really only looking out for themselves, well, then you're not contributing. Because while you looking out for me, right? One that's making you better as a leader, as a person. But two, I'm looking out for you. We're gonna elevate each other. But, iron sharpens iron. Right. Whereas dude over here <clears throat> might just be on some like, nah. How can I get in on that? How can I? Well, bro, you can't sit at my table. Because before it used to be, I'm going to bring you along. Mm. Feel me? I'm, no matter what, I know I'm solid, so I'm going to bring you along with me. Nah, not what do I get out of that, but you don't deserve this. And it's interesting, I just noticed that too, that both of our businesses are based around bettering others. You know, bigger than goals. You are bettering the youth, mm-hmm. right? Financial planning. I'm bettering anyone I speak to because we realize, yo, listen, we know things that could help others. I'm willing to help you. 
You know, it's just I want to help you. Right. You have to you have to meet me at least halfway and want to help yourself. And I don't gotta be doing this shit. Don't have to. I don't have to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I don't have to teach you how to play soccer. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't we don't have to put ourselves out there to be an asset to you. But we do. The least you can do, if you want to better yourself, meet me halfway. Show up. That's it. Just meet me halfway. And I'll handle the other 50%. Bet. I'm going to handle my part. <laughs> just do yours. Right, right. Right? Um, no, that, that, that really just hit me because it's just interesting that we both are in those fields to help others. Right. Um, so I think we really, we're a little, we might be a little hypersensitive to people who are in things for themselves where it's like, and uh, I didn't play basketball, but I know the basketball team had classical magnet. Their saying was Ubuntu. Bless you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's I am because we are. Cat said bless you. <laughs> Cat said bless you. Um, and that that's just powerful, you know? Say it again. Ubuntu. No, the <laughs> bless you, nigga. <laughs> I am because we are. Okay. Cats. How do you spell Ubuntu? That's a great question. I don't know. I used to hear them say it. Uh, I might be pronouncing it wrong. If I am, I apologize. Tucker, I'm sorry. Um, so let me ask you a question based on something you said, based off something I said. Mm. Um, so when I was like, people don't change. Um, they are who they are. Right? Yeah, I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about something. Um, today... I post, <clears throat> excuse me, posted on the Instagram story. Um, there was three questions. Excuse me, three questions. The first one was, "Can you cheat on someone that you love?" Mm-hmm. So we'll start there. Oh, okay. I personally think, yeah. How? Because cheating. So. You can cheat on someone. So, is there more to the question before I answer it? Can you Do you cheat? want me to say all three questions or? Nah, because I'm probably not going to remember all three. <laughs> like, well, are you saying like, is there like, um, like excuse me, background? Can, or? can you cheat on on someone you love? You're, who you're in a relationship. Yeah. Let, let me, hold on. Like, let so, me go make sure I'm reading it. So saying like, if I cheat, do I love them less? Can you cheat on someone and still love them? I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Was the, right. was the Can you cheat on someone and still love them? Yes. Wow. Right now we were we are at seventy percent. I'm seventy percent. Fifty percent. Yes. Fifty percent. No. Wow. Yeah. So can you cheat on someone and still love them? I think yeah. Explain. Because if you love someone. Hopefully, it's object. Um, you love someone unconditionally, right? Um, hmm. No, I'm. I'm, 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 <laughs> okay. I'm gonna let you finish. So, loving someone unconditionally, like, listen, I love you for certain attributes about you. You know, I love. Go ahead. <laughs> I accidentally hit it. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, like you know, I love the way you make me feel. I love the way. You know, little intricacies, kind of like the first episode that we first had. So, because I, my primitive instinct got the best of me and I slept with someone else. I mean, personally, and I feel like a lot of men could relate to this. It's like, just because I sleep with someone else, that meant nothing. That was literally... But if it meant nothing, why did you... you you knew what it was going to do to me. So, right? <laughs> All right. Um, you so, knew that if you wanted someone else's podcast, that I would feel hurt and you would be fucking... You cheated on me, Spencer. God damn it. Um, so, yeah. And that aspect is like, listen, because I know it's going to hurt you, I wouldn't cheat. But if, if my partner and I were having a conversation and I was just like, listen... We were drinking, whatever. I slept with somebody and met another. Like, because when men say it, and I, I hate generalizing things, but like, if I were to say it, it really meant nothing. All right, but I feel like sex 
how do I say this? Ain't better than love. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it's not about <clears throat> the meaning, right? Because you're I I agree with you. You could fuck somebody and it means nothing, right? Mm-hmm. But the two do not go hand in hand, is what I'm saying. Because you know what your actions if I beat you, right, does that mean I still don't love you? If you like if if I beat my wife and I'm not condoning yeah, 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 um, yeah. domestic domestic abuse, abuse right? <clears throat> but like oh I hit you, but I still love you. See, this is this goes back to me. Like I said, I'm very because you take care of what you love. Yeah, you protect and you take care of what you love, but everyone has a different upbringing and everyone has seen love in different perspectives. I agree. I so, tell you right now, to me, I didn't see my mom get cheated on twice, right? Mm. So as a kid, so I know what that does to someone else as an adult, <clears throat> right? I could never do that because to me like you said everyone has a different upbringing you see like one to me that's not love but if you love someone right you're not gonna hurt them the same way i love myself i'm not gonna go do something to hurt myself if i love someone else i'm not going to hurt them true love is wanting more for someone than you want for themselves j cole heard you (laughs) right but i'm not gonna go out and do it might have meant nothing right to me it meant nothing, but I knew it meant the world to you. To that person. To that person. And because I love you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't, it don't mean shit to me. It was nothing. But I knew what it meant to you. And because I love you, not going to do it. I know that you want the dishes done as soon as dinner's over. <laughs> so because I love you, it don't mean shit to me. But because I love you, I'm going to do this shit right now. I get that. It li- I'm not condoning cheating, but I'm no, condoning like Yeah, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, primitively, like I feel like yes, naturally people think about it whether you have a uh open enough relationship with your partner to speak about it, that is that's totally different because I would love to have a partner like, yo, listen, that person over like I would I would Man, listen, I would take that down. Um, but do you mean like, I'll take that down, can I? Or like, yo, shorty over there cold out. That, yeah. I mean. I, my thing is, I'm not going to ask. Uh, like, first hey. of all, man, listen, let's see what a relationship <laughs> like that. Never ask. Never. Unless it's like, and I know some people are open to like, you know, going on vacation, you know, sharing a bed with other people in whatever native lands. Mm. But men, unless y'all really establish that relationship, never ask. It's on them. Let them pick the shorty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, <clears throat> to your point, I, I completely understand. And I wouldn't cheat because I wouldn't want to hurt my partner. But if I ever slept with someone else... It wouldn't mean anything. The problem is that it would hurt that person so much that I wouldn't want to do it. But you could still you love them. But to say you could still cheat and still love the person, yeah, of course. Like, I think I think for me, the like especially at twenty eight years old, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm in a relationship with somebody, I'm now dating to marry, right? That's a fact. Yeah. So. I think that if I'm dating, and by dating, I mean like we're in a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to cheat because like I see myself with you. I'm not just Mm -hmm. dating someone that I'm not going to love. You know what I mean? Whereas if I'm 23 and I'm just dating you because it's Tuesday. (laughs) Or like a high school relationship. Right. Can I hold your hand in the hallway? To me, like, once again, not condoning cheating, but I feel like if you cheated when you were younger- that's more acceptable than if you were cheating as an adult. So, in that, that's an interesting. And I think you're 28. If you were in a relationship, you would be in that relationship to get married and potentially be with that person forever, right? Right. So, how do you feel about, say, you met someone tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> And by age 30, y'all got married and you now committing to spend the rest of your life life with that person and never sleep with someone else again. How does that make you feel? Yo, it's crazy because I'm thinking, I was like, 
damn, the same pussy for the rest of my life. But, but I didn't seen enough. Why wow, this is gonna sound terrible? Not nah, speaking. Listen, listen. We're all grown. I didn't seen enough pussy in twenty eight years, and by then thirty, mm-hmm. to be like, yo, this is the pussy I want for the rest of my life. And it's not even about pussy, <clears throat> smile, personality. Like I didn't seen enough women. Yeah, around the world. Or, li- literally around yeah. the world. I didn't lived in four different countries. Right. Yep. I didn't seen enough women to know that you're the one for me. Forever. You, forever. And and you know where I look at what I look for now um, in a relationship? The first thing I look for is can that be my best friend? Right? Because that's what I said. No, no, <laughs> but because like like I was saying earlier, I've had the same best friends. Like I would never do anything to hurt anybody <clears throat> that I genuinely care about. Right. <clears throat> like my, my friends are my family. Mm. Like if I got it, we got it type shit. Right. So when I'm bringing a woman into my life, right, I'm looking at you as like, yo, you are my best friend. I'm about to treat you as family. I think, listen, I respect the hell out of that. And I, I hope I could live up to that. St- like that's I also say that now in 10 years from now, I could be out here cheating and everything. So like, <laughs> no, but like you're that standard, that, that. That's beautiful, right? And the same way with my friends, I love all my friends to death. Um, and I would do anything for them. And they know that. To me, I'm, I'm being vulnerable. Um, that's like a terrifying thought to be, I'm 29, to say, I'm going to get married in the next couple of years. I'm only going to be with this person for the rest of my life because... I mean, let's be honest. Like, like you said, I've seen, I've been with women throughout my life, and it's like when I'm single, I'm single, I'm outside, right? So now that I've decided to commit to this one person, my primitive urges that I had before when I was single and outside, I'm supposed to act like they're just gone. See, so to that point, I feel like shit should not change <laughs> just because you have a partner. And and no, but what I no okay so I can't pick someone up tonight. No, so (laughs) so what I'm saying is like normally after the podcast we've been drinking we go out yeah right say shorty's here right Mm -hmm. bae you want to go with us right now I'm in the streets with you now I'm getting drunk with you now instead of being on the dance floor and grabbing ten different shorties yeah I'm dancing with you all night you get what I'm saying so now I'm still doing the same thing but I'm. Doing it with with you with you, and I love that. That's great, and that's that's the <laughs> but point. no no that's the point of having a best friend as your partner, right? But and I've mentioned this in previous episodes. Naturally, I'm a primitive hunter, so I, hunt your girl. Hold on, I love the game, and to me, it's not about what I have; it's the next thing I'm going to get. So, I and trust me. Like, if I'm in a relationship, I love my girl to death. I'm not going to do anything to hurt you, but I would be lying if I didn't have these primitive urges. When I see somebody, I make eye contact with you. She make eye, makes eye contact with me. We have that connection for a slight second, and I know from that point on, listen. I got you. I, I got you. I could pursue you right now, and boom. But you know what I think you need? A girl that every time you see her... That's gonna happen. She, I mean, she's she's yeah. she's yours, and she knows she's yours, and you know she's yours. Mm-hmm. But not that she's making you chase, but she's almost like keeping you on your toes. That's a fact. Yes, because then at that point, it's like you are chasing or hunting. I get that. I get that. I think to me, it's like I love me. I'm an introvert, but I do love meeting new people because I feel like everybody's different and that's why I this is why I can't hold things against people is because I realized you were raised a certain way you're the way you were raised is totally different from the way I was raised the way your parents talk to you your family your interactions your mannerisms to me I think that's so cool and I love to get to know someone and then when you get to know someone in an intimate manner it's like a different connection it's like to me it's a different conversation like a different intimate conversation. But to me, and I think this is where I'm toxic, is that to me, we're just having a deeper conversation. It, it, 
it means something to me, but it's not an emotional experience. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. Is it not an emotional experience and is it not deeper because you have a guard up and you're protecting yourself? Hmm. Because what you're saying is like, hey, I can get to know you and let you get to know me, but only to this point. Because as soon as we cross, cross this threshold, it now means something. It's now deep. So I don't want to get there. So I'm only let you get to here, here, or here because you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a guard. I think it's necessarily like I get to know people and it's like I know, listen, I know within 30 seconds to a minute of meeting someone. That's a fact. I already know what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> if like I'm going to know you next week. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're worth talking to, getting to know, if you're complex enough to really match me on that level, right? So, regardless sex or not, like, we could vibe sexually, but, like, we could just be friends and be good friends at that. And I'll always have your back, but I'm, like, I'm not meant to be your man, you know? I'm not meant to be in an emotional relationship with you. And I don't think there's a guard. I think that's just me knowing myself and knowing what I'm capable of doing and you're not capable of keeping up with me respectfully. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I heard that. Right? I heard you. Like we um, ain't on the same level. So why am I waste my energy? And I think people unfortunately get offended by that where it's nothing it's nothing wrong with you. We're just not compatible that way. And to your point, um <clears throat> now that I've been like trying to date and like find somebody, mm. I've been like before it was like Yo, I'm for the streets. Like, I'm out here. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But now it's like I'm more selective, mm. right? Like, I might give you a chance, but your ass not, might not even see week one, mm -hmm. the end of week one. That's your ass fact. might not see date two, because like you were saying, and to me, that's not a protection mechanism. You're self-aware. I'm, I'm self-aware, and to tie it back to what you said in the beginning, a lot of people aren't self-aware, and they try to fake it like... Oh, this nigga look good. Oh, this nigga, he's so funny or he's well-traveled. And it's like, bro, but do you, like, I had a shorty, right? Mm. Oh, I like you. Like, do you like me because you like me because you see me or you like what you see? Yeah. Ooh. You get what I'm saying? Because those are two different things. That's that's a fact. And you know what it is, too? And I feel like there's so many fuckboys out here who really... They real, and fuck girls. Fuck girls too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Y'all yeah, not off the hook. But more so, it's people who, like I said, they just don't know themselves. And it's more so they like, they, they don't really know what they want. You know, they don't know what they deserve. And I don't think they're, they even know what they're capable of. Like a lot of people, and this is actually a question that I know you have, and I'll let you ask it after. Um, it's like a lot of people don't understand what they're capable of because they're scared of pursuing certain things and sometimes they see their better half their better half in other people instead of themselves instead of themselves and they don't realize they're capable of that as well they try to attach themselves to that person because they want that person to fill a void that they're too scared to pursue on their own i feel like and this is literally echoing word for word what you just said mm. You're never going to find your true love or who you're supposed to be with until you know what you want, mm -hmm. know what you're capable of, and know who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, to echo your sentiment is like people try to put, oh, that's my better half, or I see that, I like that, I need that to complete me. No. <laughs> until you are whole, you're going to keep hopping around. And, and go into these shitty situations or broken situations because you're not even whole yourself. Yup. You know? And that brings me to... And this is going to be a different podcast on a totally... Like, we're going to touch upon this topic with multiple people. But that brings me to gender roles. So, this... And I hate... I think we say it. We'll yeah, yeah, preface yeah. it and then we'll end here. And the, yeah, we... Yeah. What? End the podcast here? Or... Keep going somewhere. I, it'll, 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 I don't want to dive too deep in that because you've been saying like, general, general, general. I, will, I feel you. Because I want to run off with the plug on this one. So generals, and I see a lot of women say, saying that, you know, relationships can't be 50-50 financially. A man should be a provider. A man should be this. 
I shouldn't have to pay X, Y, and Z, which <laughs> I get, but it's a very prehistoric way of thinking. And that mindset and that, that time was when women were oppressed, weren't able to work, weren't able to provide for themselves, and they weren't bosses slash queens like they call themselves these days. So if you want to be a boss and a queen, <laughs> I don't, it just, it rubs me the wrong way. And don't get me wrong. I provide for my, like I've always provided for myself, whoever I'm with, that's just natural. Like I said, I'm a natural leader, born provider. But to say publicly that, you know, no relationship should be 50-50 and whatnot. To me, that's just, it's just, I don't want to be, I don't want to be rude, but it's just like dusty behavior where it's like, if a man was saying this, you'd be like, oh, okay. But it's like, lady, what are you bringing to the table? Like, are you going to stay home, raise the kids, cook, clean, and handle the home while I'm providing financially? Or do you plan on working as well? If we both make six figures, say we both make 100K, you want me to then pay 20 grand annually to provide for the home, putting me at 80K, you're at 100K, and what are you doing with that money? It, it just like, it blows my I mind, think. and I really want to have that conversation with multiple people, and I hope this rubs people the wrong way, because I want to have a controversial conversation about this on the podcast. Yo, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I might... Know a perfect time to have that conversation. Hey, August six. <laughs> we ain't gonna go into detail, but yeah. August six might be the good time to have that conversation. Fact, maybe a two part conversation. Hey, y'all, uh, stay stay tuned for some shit that's going on, on August six. Uh, we'll let y'all know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll answer part of that, and then yeah. and because like you said, we ain't gonna dive too deep into it. <laughs> um, like you said, those behaviors are very prehistoric, right? Yeah. So I'll. <clears throat> answer that question with a question and say if you're asking for that are you willing to live the same way that women were living back then to get that to get that and in 2021 i'll leave it right there and i and i just leave it at (laughs) i'll leave it right because i don't want to dive too deep into it um but i i personally agree with you um and the thing is i don't really i don't need to go 50 50 I don't really care about it, but it's like... For me, it's the principle. It's the principle about it. You know what? (laughs) Because you said it's like, now we need to address this. And it's like, what are you doing to deserve this? I'm... I'm, You you know what? Let's tie this shit back. Maybe this is my (laughs) toxic trait. Okay. I'm a man of principle Mm. and a man of morals, right? I stick to my guns. I feel like principle and pride are tied to I disagree. Okay. I disagree. And me me and Chef Manda actually had this conversation the other day. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm ill-equipped for this. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was that it was the day the uh the the bartender situation. Right? <laughs> okay. And she was like, Oh, you're being prideful. I was like, I'm not being prideful. Um, no, what oh, she said you're having an ego. I was like, it's not ego, I'm being prideful. Okay. Right? But principalities. What, yeah, what I'm what I'm saying is I have pride. I mean, I have principles. Mm-hmm. I have morals, and I'm stuck in those principles, and I'm stuck in those morals. Right? To me, what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. And like <clears throat> to me, my shit is right. No gray so, area. Ah, nah. Because like this is where we disagree. I love a gray area. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. There are gray areas, but I don't agree with them. D- depending on the situation. Mm-hmm. I leave yeah. it there, right? So maybe that's my toxic trait where, like, I see shit, it's black and white. You know what I mean? Mm. And, like, when you do that, it's like, nigga, why? Like, like, why did you do that? You know what I mean? And, like, to the to the female thing is, or the question that you were saying, it's like, like, really? Like, is this really what we're doing right now? Yeah. Like, I, you want to go out to eat, right? And I have full intentions of paying the bill, but at least fake pay the bill. At least fake <laughs> offer a reach for your fucking purse. Don't yeah. just be on some like, nah, I'm a queen. This nigga going, because guess what? I'm a king and motherfucker, treat me, nigga. Because like, if you're a queen and a boss, like I'm assuming you're making close to what I make. If I'm, if I'm the provider and I make substantially more, I got you. 
But if we make around the same amount, like don't think you getting off easy because I'm not going and I'm never going to go broke for somebody, but I'm not going broke or being at a deficit to raise you. Like, are you my child? And so (laughs) that and to touch on the pride and principle thing, because I think that's interesting. And because you said you're black and white and you always <laughs> you make the the reference to being a Libra and emotional, <laughs> it's interesting. You're black and white and my black and white is totally different because my black and white is very logical and like emotions not involved where your black and white is like, no, like the emotion is involved and that's why it's black and white. You, you know what? <laughs> I think I agree, but disagree. I think my black and white is logical, but my emotions make me act on it. Mm, okay. You, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. you would be like, yo, this shit's black and white, and that's it. Like, mm. I'm going to let this shit go. Whereas me, I'm like, nah, this shit's black as fuck. <laughs> and you need to know. And I feel so tight. And, yeah. and I'm going to let your ass know when you're going to start taking care of people. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Take care of you. Yeah, like, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, like, that that's, I, I agree but disagree. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it is what it is, but the emotion is what makes me act on it or say yeah, something. Because I'm I'm not gonna act on it unless, like I said, you have to maliciously come at me. And I feel like people <clears throat> I like hint to it because I I joke in a very like direct sometimes it's like a little I people tell me like, yo, that joke was kind of like a little too far. And it's like <clears throat> that's how I joke. Like imagine if I, I was it. really coming at you. Um, yeah, like my jokes are very have a lot of meaning to it. So it's like if you pay attention, like yeah, no, I want you to feel that. But um, imagine if I really came at you. Like I feel like no one deserves that smoke because if I was an emotional person, which I don't know where, and we'd have to unpack that on a different episode. I don't know where my emotions got really cut off. Like yeah, that would be a good emo- a good episode. Emotional <clears throat> intelligence. Mm. But the thing is, I have emotional intelligence. I just don't let my emotions run me. But, like, I don't know where my emotions really got cut off, but I just, I don't, I'm not emotionally reactive, where it's like, I've seen you be emotionally reactive. And to me, it's like, I understand this, but I'm like- (laughs) But it ain't worth it. it, To me, it's like, it's not worth it unless you came at me. Now it's like, no, I'm chopping you at the knees because- Well, that time I felt like somebody was coming at me. (laughs) It was coming at my fucking pocket. That's what the fuck happened. But you know what? You came at it within reason. I go too far. And I know I go too far because to me, it's like, we're not going back and forth. You said what you needed to say. It's done when I say it. Like, I'm going to say something so (laughs) heinous. Like, I don't know. Have you seen the movie Swordfish? Yeah, that's movie's old. Right? So John Travolta, he's like, yo, listen, I want- That's the one where Halle Berry showed her titties, right? Yeah, with the book. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, John Travolta said, like, listen, I want other countries to see uh, terrorism so heinous that they don't think about- doing anything to the U.S. That's how I feel. Like, listen, once you come at me, I'm going to let you speak your piece. When I come back... Don't say shit. Don't say shit because, listen, I'm coming for your neck and I'm probably going to overstep my bounds, but you started it. Right. <laughs> you know? No, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that 100%. What up with that last one from Navi, though? Bro, I ain't going to hold you. I was eyeing that like 15 minutes ago. Oh, eat ago. that then. No, nah, but I'm actually kind of full, but I still <laughs> want it. Bro, look... I've off camera. Let's split it because that's the that's the that's the second uh, buffalo chicken one. Oh, you can have that then. I'm not gonna eat the whole thing. Uh, like I'm true. I'm actually full, but like I was looking at it like God damn that shit looks good as fuck. This drink is great. Hey, that rum, bro. bro we're gonna have the, uh, the El Diablo cold. next week on shit. Um, but yeah, we all, we've been chopping it up almost an hour. I love this shit because it never feels yeah. Like this an was hour. quick, but this was like. All of this conversation, camera angles. All of this conversation (laughs) was impromptu as fuck. Like we didn't know what we were really gonna say, but (laughs) took us three hours. (laughs) Yo, if anybody anybody that is watching this is a technician that wants to join the team, (laughs) we're holding tryouts at the YMCA. At the at the reset studio. Yo, fucking Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> bring your gym shorts, your fucking gloves, the headband. We need the help. But we, yo, we're building the team. And when I tell you that, like, we got some shit to be excited about. Big bags coming August 6th. That's all we're gonna yeah, say right now. We're gonna say August 6th 
every episode until we start talking about it, and then we're gonna keep saying August sixth. That's a fact. Um, but let's <laughs> let's wrap it up, and then um, fucking I don't know. You want me to go first? Yeah, yeah please. Um, I guess my fifteen seconds of fame. Uh, shout out to every <clears throat> to y'all, um, the people that watch and listen. Um, I was speaking to one of my friends. Um, I shout out Nelly. Um, she gets mad because she like posts the podcast like every week or every other week. And I'm like, yo, you really fuck with it. And she's like, yeah, like why, why is that like- Why she get mad? Why are you so surprised? Cause she takes it as like, like I'm surprised that she fucks with it. But my thing is like, I don't think people realize like we get over a hundred streams between views and listens every week, right? Okay. And I have, it's not like Spencer, YouTube's listen, been too. yeah, YouTube's been going up, right? So it's not like it says like Spencer watched, this person watched, like it just says a hundred people watched. Mm. So it's like, yo, who are these people that are listening or watching? Yeah. You know what I mean? And to me, it's like humbling and it's so dope to be like, yo, every week people are tapping in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, yeah. I, and, and like Spencer has said it like, yo, you you brought it here. Now it's time to like raise it type shit. So now it's like, thanks to y'all for sticking around for so long and just continuing to tap in and hit the social media and like hit me or hit Spencer or like come on the show or whatever. So like that's my 15 seconds of fame is like, thanks to the people that continue to tap in with us and, and keep this going. Cause I'd be real. If I was getting fucking 10 views, I would have stopped this shit a long time ago. So um, <laughs> He's lying. Because he, he, he would just be doing it anyway. This is, <laughs> is low-key a passion of his. He, he just don't be saying it. Yeah. But, um, but that's my shit. Dope. Yeah, no. So really, um, shout out to all entrepreneurs, um, small business owners, especially who started or made it through the pandemic. Um also, um, healthcare workers, y'all were really the backbone of the pandemic. Y'all, y'all worked ridiculous hours and y'all really did more than the call of duty to provide for everyone, whether people want to acknowledge it or not. So <clears throat> shout out to y'all. Um, we want to give back to y'all a lot more. And with the podcast, with some things that we have coming up, um, please stay tuned because we really we want to give back to everyone in the community, um, especially people who are listening. But like I said, entrepreneurs, medical field, um, small business owners, um, shout out to y'all because y'all are really appreciated. No one wants to go to these major corporations and give them your money, give them our money, like your hard earned money, rather give them back to y'all because y'all really on the front line That's working for us all. So word. We- um with that also please share like and give us some critiques um please don't hold back like you can say whatever you want to us we're not gonna get it well jacob might get offended he's a little emotional but like i'm not gonna get offended um just you know if there's something y'all want to hear if something we said rubbed y'all the wrong way like that's comment let us know that's really the point because we want the controversy because controversy is how we all learn. I don't think people realize that when you disagree, that's how you both get to learn because you get to learn someone else's point of view. And that is what makes the world go around. Um, (laughs) But yeah, definitely please share, comment, repost, tell us what you think. We love to hear it and we love all y'all. Word, word. And um, I guess we just gonna cut it out with um, you know, shout out to our sponsor of the episode, the food of the episode, um, Porinking Eats by Aisha. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, thanks yeah. for the dope, the fucking bomb ass flying and the Yo. the empanadas. Um, and these little cups are always cute. Y'all check her out. Homemade with I love. Promise y'all not gonna regret it. Just like y'all not gonna regret tapping in with us. Just like y'all not gonna regret going after your dreams and doing whatever the fuck makes you happy because you heard it here first. This is the best podcast in CT and we're coming to take over. And if you don't believe it, not fuck you, but get with it because you're gonna get lost. And that's a wrap on another episode. That part. <laughs>